everyone and welcome to another edition of Portal to the Paranormal for the podcast. I hope you are all having a great Sunday wherever you are. Um, we have a great guest on tonight. Uh, we've got one half of the patrol. Uh, we've got Big Rob coming on in a moment. So loads to chat about with Big Rob. Uh, we had the pleasure of meeting them last year when Lex and Brian uh, did their UK tour and we did an investigation with them at the Merley House. Um, we're going to be talking to Big Rob about what he's got coming up um, and past investigations as well. We've got some few clips that we're going to play and people can see what they've been doing, including the EVP recording. As always, we want you guys to interact as well with Rob. So if you've got any questions for him, feel free to chuck them in the comments, say hello, let us know that you're there and um, we will get your questions answered as well. Um, but what I'm going to do now is bring on Big Rob and let's have a chat with him. So, hey Rob, how you doing? I'm all right, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm not too bad. So I'm not too bad. Um, as I mentioned, you're one half of the patrol. Um, you got little Rob. He has been called into work. Um, but if you are watching little Rob, I will catch you. You will be on the show. So you ain't <laughs> got away from me that easily, mate. Um, but firstly, thank you very much for coming on. Um, I'm really excited to catch up with you guys because we got the pleasure to do some investigations with you when Brian and Lex come down and it was absolutely great and we were talking to that about that in a moment um, but you know what I want to do is kick this off about you and how you got started into the paranormal so most obvious question the most popular one is how did you begin your journey in the paranormal? Um, so really me and Rob met during lockdown um, and sitting here watching uh, TV shows on YouTube, like Paranormal Lockdown with Nick Groff and all that lot, it was like, yeah, that's all right. We got a mobile phone. We brought a little bit of equipment, like dowsing rods. Um, and then we just went out. We went down to the graveyard, um, got a little bit of a, a buzz for it. And that was it after that. And then someone said, do a YouTube channel. So we laughed. We were like, no one's going to want to see us on YouTube. Um, and yeah, it's spiraled from there onwards, really. Uh, we've been on like tour with you guys. Hi, Dan. Hi, <laughs> Dan. Mr. Winter. Um, we've been on tour with you guys, Brian Lex. Um, Brian and Lex put us on their podcast as well. And, and uh, our audience grew. You know, we're up to, I think, as of today, 2,690 odd subscribers to YouTube. So, wow. You know, I'm impressed that it's gone that well. Uh, it's, it's been, um, you know, we'll talk about the um, tour with Brian and Lex in a moment, but it's been great, you know, being able to 
network with other people and see how they work but prior to the patrol was there were you was you into the paranormal was there anything that happened with you personally that made you interested in the paranormal um so back in 2015 um oh, <laughs> what a lovely, he's a, lovely guy. he's a lovely guy isn't he <laughs> <laughs> um back, I, I moved to brighton 2014 2015 um after an abusive relationship so i came to brighton um, never been to Gay Pride before, went out, um, had a drink or several, and someone spiked um, one of my drinks and oh, wow. I died for seven minutes. Um, and ever since then, it's kind of like opened me up to there is something out there. Um, thankfully, I didn't go through the light and out the other end. But um, yeah, and then obviously I met Rob um, and then everything's kind of like slotted into place from there onwards you know and i'm getting more and more open to being a bit like brian where you can hear things without needing to have the camera or, or you get a sense that something's not quite right so it's quite nice and i embrace it as you see in one of the videos that you've got later i i just don't care anymore i'm just there and i'm like come on show show us everything you got kind of like mm. yeah um, and when you realised that you started being opened up more, how did you manage that to focus it? And how did you learn how to harness those, you know, those gifts that you've suddenly, out of nowhere, suddenly starting to receive? To, to be fair, I didn't. I had no idea what was going on. I, I didn't understand why I could see people at the end of the bed or walking through the, the house when there's no one else here. I'm like, well, why can I hear um why why are there people here um it's only being like with you guys and and the other two like working out what i can and can't do and i've listening to a lot of podcasts from other other investigators and listening to like um stuff about calming down and not not enticing things too much <laughs> grounding myself you know no, being sensible yeah yeah kind of. not not all the time but kind of and, and when you sorry you go first no no i do not i wasn't saying nothing I thought, was, I, someone said, I thought you just said something yeah that was behind so so our house is very haunted okay i literally started talking and i thought i heard you went to say something and that's why i was like you go first Okay, no, no. <laughs> let's go, shall we? Um, so you you decided to become an investigator. Um, what did you do to start yourselves up then? How did you go about it? And what tools did you start using straight away? Um, so straight away, we had um, Necrophonic, obviously, on the phone. Um, and then I went out and purchased um, some dowsing rods because we have a little shop in the lanes in Brighton that's like a magic shop. And they do mm. things like dowsing rods and Ouija boards and, and stuff like that in there. So we went out and brought the stuff that you see on uh, American YouTuber channels and you think, yeah, let's get all this. This is amazing. It's Yeah, it's silly stuff to play with sometimes. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we've done that. Uh, we got our cameras on our phones. So we went down to Preston Park Churchyard, um, done some filming and some, like, chatting what we'd learnt from watching youtube basically and started getting some responses and then we decided to buy more equipment so 
And since then, you, you've been, a, you know, a few years into it now. Is there a particular piece of equipment that you find that is most um, effective for you to use? What do you like to use? So me personally, I get a, a great response from uh, the dowsing rods. Um, but I also get a good response now from the SB7, um, especially doing the Estes method. I, I'm quite, yeah. Some of the things that come out in some of our videos, I just think, oh, God, I've got to write a disclaimer for that because I'm going to get shot down by the community. But it's not my fault. It's only what I'm hearing. So Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. And out of all the places um, that you've investigated, is there one particular place that stands out to you as like the most shocking bit of evidence that you've caught or the most scariest moment that you've had? Um, I'm very hard to scare. Um, but the two clips that you've got coming up are pretty intense uh the evp i was on my own because rob and everyone had left at that point so mm. i was still on my own in in the uh, abandoned hotel slash asylum so i was there like and then yeah i forgot that i was uh recording at the end when i started eating my dinners <laughs> i apologize in advance for that um but also the woods um yeah. the woods was pretty i think that's had nearly 2000 odd views if not more than that now so yeah the woods i've got a clip of that um i haven't got the full clip but i've got the clip of what happened uh do you want to give everyone a bit of an overview where you was at this point and what sort of background yeah. you know about these woods so um i've wrote notes so i keep looking down like that <laughs> but, he's come um, prepared i like yeah. it yeah yeah <laughs> there's um some woods in brighton called wild park um, you can research it anyway. It's all online. Um, in 1986, on the 9th of October, two nine-year-old girls were murdered by a local guy in the woods. Um, he got acquitted first time round in in the uh, court case. Um, but in 2018, when forensic evidence and more people, like more stuff came to light that he was retrialed and was sent to prison where he did die in prison. So, um, but yeah, we, we'd seen another group had gone there and got scared in the woods. So we thought that we'd go and see what it was like. And yeah, um, it was interesting because at one point I felt like I'd been slapped around the face. Um, and then I stupidly said, thank you, do it again and rob got very scared um and yeah uh, the minute the clip happened uh we packed up and we left because rob didn't want um anything bad to happen after that so yeah it, we have been back since um and it's still very active there it's somewhere that we'd like to take you guys up there for a night because it's quite um quite interesting especially with the dowsing rods but with the wildlife in the wood as well, it makes it even more creepy, especially when you start seeing foxes' eyes and you're like, oh, my God, is that a demon? Or, but that, that's got to be quite scary because it must heighten your senses. Like, yeah, it is. With, with what's going on. Um, would I go there? Well, of course you would. <laughs> you know, but no, it's it was quite intense. And what I will say before I play the clip, you do, before what I'm going to show you, there was a part of it where... Rob actually turns around and says he felt like he got slapped around the face. Yeah. And 
you know, what was funny is it wasn't funny as like funny being slapped, but what was funny immediately after Rob goes, Can you do that again? Like quite quickly. Yeah. You know, a lot of people would take that that's the the breaking point, but you wanted a bit more, didn't you? Was there a reason why you wanted a bit more to I think it was for myself, it was we want evidence, you know. It's all right saying, Oh my you see it yourself on certain well-known TV shows that's in the uh, press recently for what he's been doing and that, you know, it's easy to grab your throat or to slap yourself or to mm. break a tw uh, twig and say, oh, my God, you know, there's there's something around. So I like to push the boundaries a little bit. I've been told off by for doing it by several people um, because they think I'm crazy, my parents especially. Um, but what's the point of us going out there if we're just going to um hi sarah um you know if we want the evidence we want the proof so why go out there and then stop recording the minute you get a, a slap to the face you, mm. you've got no evidence because for me that was okay some you know rob could have trod on a twig and made that cracking noise there was no yeah. proof so me poking the wasp nest and saying, come on, do it again, do it again, you know. And, yeah, I paid the price for it at the end of the day, so. Definitely. <laughs> you, you just went back in there like like you were a kid in a sweet shop. You were like, give me more. I've had a say terrible. more. I and really am terrible. What I'm going to do is I'm actually going to play the clip of what happened after that slap. So bear in mind, guys, so basically the slap has happened and then Rob's gone back in wanting a bit more. So you're going to see what happens at this point. So let me see if I can get it up. Here we go. You got it again? Okay, well, should we have a look? Oh, you've got really big scratches, Rob. Right, hang on. Okay, we... So you do do see, you see how um, quick Rob goes, we leave? <laughs> <laughs> he, he was like the voice of reason. You know, he was like, yeah. okay, this has happened. It's time to pack up. Um, yeah. But in that moment, what what was you feeling? And, you know, it, it was quite intense. You can see because you were saying that it burned, you know, and they yeah. were quite deep scratches. But what was your feeling at that point? It felt like um, someone had poured like red hot water on my neck and it felt like it was blistering and I was like Jesus you know what's going on and and it was quite intense and then when Rob said what he said I was like deep inside I was like yes we've got something <laughs> but, <laughs> but as you say Rob is Rob is the voice of reason where he's like right we need to go now that, that's mm. it stop filming bro and I'm like yes okay we're coming back I'll see you soon kind of like thing and yeah I think this is where the me and Rob thing is like I'm the go-getter and Rob's the sensible one. 
And after that moment, um, I take it that you would have analysed everything that happened that night. Have you come to some kind of conclusion of what you think that was there? Do you think it was relating to the story that you found out? Or do you think it was something else? I think, I don't think it's two little girls. I, okay. I don't think little girls would attack someone like that. I think they would, if if it was anything to do with the history that we know of, I don't think they'd do anything like that. Um, but there is a lot of stuff that has happened in the woods. Like if you go online and you research Wild Park Woods, there's it's right next door to a student campus. There's a lot of satanic stuff that's happened there um, and stuff like that. So who knows what's in the woods? But it is a great investigation to go there. The only thing you have to be careful of is like this time of year, you have a lot of um, homeless people in tents up there. Um, oh. So you could be in the middle of an investigation next minute, one of the homeless people will just pop up and scare the living daylights out of you. That's where Rob would catch the ca uh, drop the camera and run away. And I'd just, yeah, <laughs> it'd be like a Blair Witch situation. But um, I don't know. To this day, I don't know what it was. Um, yes, I would do it again. Um, we had people on the comments of our video say, you scratched yourself. And I was like, well, if you look at the, the clip, I've got, a light in one hand and a torch in the other hand, I said. So it's like, and I, I, I'm bad. I chew my nails, so I have no nails anyway on my fingers. So, um, but yeah, it is what it is. It, it's good there. I, I will go back in the summer and do a, a, well, I've said to Rob, we're going to do an overnight there and stay there all night. He's not keen, but he does what he's not. A true investigator then. Um, yeah. Sarah's just questioning um could it have been the, the girls fighting against the man because of what happened to them so maybe you know could it have been the girls thinking that you were someone to be frightened of because of what the traumatic ending it, that it, they had could that could be have been. it could have been um so obviously the two girls were nine um but the builder was 20 um so he was a, a, a older man so he was actually a roofer um uh, he was 20 years old. So, yeah, maybe it's them scratching. But I didn't feel I didn't feel like it was anything majorly, you know, it didn't make me feel negative. Mm. Um, but I, I, it's hard to explain. Once I get you there and sacrifice you, you you'll be all right. Once you're in the woods and I say, come and touch Nando, you know, you'll you'll get the same feeling, mate. Wow, yeah, we'll we'll see. Um so, <laughs> no, thank you. I'm gonna be honest, no to that one. Really? Um but since that, have you been back to the woods there or yeah, so we went back um four weeks ago and we started filming. Um but there was um a dead body found there so where we wanted to go we couldn't go um someone was found dead in the woods in a tent so we um we had to go the other side near the university side a little bit more um so it wasn't as good but we will go back to where we were when that happened and you know looking at three scratches some people you know i know i don't use these words frequently but i'm going to ask you they, they say that it could relate to something demonic. Now, what's yeah. your thought when you're thinking about demonic entities? Do you believe 
there's something more than spirits or what's your thought when you think someone's saying this could be something demonic i i i don't know uh obviously in the in the video i put oh a demon scratch us because key word that everyone uses isn't it it's like it gets everyone to like focus on your video do i think it was demonic no idea um did it hurt yes did i enjoy it yes would i do it again yes um <laughs> i'm a little bit crazy hey, man. Um, but yeah it's um it's hard to tell it's hard to tell what it is there um and like sarah said it could very well now, now she's put that in my head it very well could be the little girls fighting off someone that's like trying to do bad stuff to them so and and in your opinion you know going through becoming a paranormal investigator doing the research side of things as well there's clearly energy still in these woods that you go to or energy with any location that we go to let's be honest why do you think that they're still there do you think it's a case that they're trapped or they've chosen to stay why do you think we still have spirits that are in our world still i think that and i'm a firm believer they have unfinished business that they still have things that they need to settle whether it's they've got a score to settle or whether it's that they haven't finished a task that they wanted to do you know they might be trapped in a in a loop that they're stuck there it's it's um it's a tough it's a tough one to answer but like i believe in old wives tales as well it's like when my nan passed the first thing we done was open the window to allow her spirit out um it's an old wives tale everyone says the same thing um mm. so i don't know it it's hard because some of these places history you can't find out like the hotel that I was at, it wasn't, I didn't research it before I went there because I was just asked to go and be a static security guard there. So I just stood mm. there and that's when it all got a little bit crazy that night. And yeah, uh, the uh, part one of the video comes out, I think tomorrow and you see Rob's like, yeah, he doesn't like it there at all, but I made him stay with me because I didn't want to stay on my own for too long. <laughs> <laughs> Is this the... The hotel that we have the EVP clip from. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, because we were talking about this the other day, like you guys messaged me in the evening. And I did, I was listening, because you got to be really, like, intensely listening to the EVPs. And, you know, you can definitely hear something going on. Um, I will warn you guys, as Rob said earlier, you do hear him having a bit of a munch throughout the, the clip. Um, but, you know... I was you, hungry. It was a 12-hour shift, all right? You know, it's literally, I was there until 8 o'clock the next morning, and it was like, yeah, I'm going to get pizza delivered. It's fine. But just to give a better background, they've had other security guards stay there. And yes. things have gone on, and it's now to the point, if, there's a, if you're not there, what do these security guards actually do now? Sit out in their car. And I'm not on about for an hour. How long do they sit in their car for? 12-hour shifts. You know, so... God, these these people have witnessed stuff or heard stuff to the point that they're not a, they're not going into the building anymore. They're sitting in their car for twelve hours because yeah. of what's going on here. Yes. Um, My boss, who I work for, he um he was the one that said to me, right, Rob. He went, brother, you are going to this place. You're into the ghosts, and I was like, why? What's up? And he was like, I've sat there in reception now because there's no electricity in the whole building and you can't walk around the building because the floors are caving in and stuff like that. Um, 
And bearing in mind, this hotel has been derelict since 2022, uh, July. Everything's flooded. It's it's caving in. It's up for sale for seven million. Mm. Um, you've got a tiny little reception area with no Wi-Fi, no telly. You've got a little stereo that you can listen to a bit of music on. Um, and I had my phone to play games on. So I thought, sod it, I'm going to take me equipment down and see what I can get. But my boss, a couple of nights prior to that, was sitting in there and he needed to go to the toilet. And the toilet is literally down a corridor, which is safe if you walk to one side of the corridor. And he said he walked down there and straight away behind him, he could hear someone coming and he thought, oh, someone's broke in. So he shone around with the torch, no one there. He didn't go to the toilet. He went outside to his car, went for a wee up against his back wheel, which is legal, and stood there for the remainder of the night and said, never again am I going there. So that's wow. why I got lumbered there. <laughs> and how many times have you been there to work now? Is it just I've been there once so far and he's going to put me back now. Do you know what day you're going back? No, but I'll let you know. I, I will. I will. Uh, yeah, I'll let you know. I'll sneak you in. <laughs> Maybe we should do a video call and then I can listen out and we can do like a call yeah. out and see what happens. It, um, it's, it's just really random because you can be sitting there and the door to the side will open, which is the door into the first corridor where, where um, the grand staircase is to take you up to the floors. It will just open and then slam shut. And we were just sitting there like one minute we're like that. Next minute we're like, it's like, what's going on? And Rob was like, Oh, it's very active here. I was like, yeah, I love it. <laughs> well, what I'm going to do is just play the clip that you're referring to. Um, so, guys, if you listen really carefully, at the end of it, you can hear something. But in between, you can hear a few knocks going on as well. Um, but I'll just play it now. If it plays. We understand that this building was a hospital during the war is there anyone that was here or is here um that was from that era thank you for the tape there's lots of banging upstairs but again no one is in the building MSU have just left <sighs> yeah. okay well we are going to leave you in peace now we won't disturb you anymore um, just like to say thank you for allowing us to come in So I'm just going to play that little bit. So if we get allowing us to come in. <laughs> Do you have to play me smacking my lips? So... <laughs> hey, I need to get the full full clip. Um, but you can clearly hear what I would say is like a male voice at the at the end. And then when I was listening to it over and over again. You know, I put headphones on because I think sometimes if you can drown out what's going on around you, you can hear it. 
And I think the first bit is saying something along the lines of, I see signs of, and what I think is someone being dismissed. Yeah. But I don't know you, you know, listen to it anymore and determine what you think it could be saying. Yeah. I So I sent the clip to um, Brian uh, from Huntophobia, and he said, uh, I'll get it up here. Um, he put, what did he say? I can't see what he said now, but he was like, this is, um, this is a great catch. Um, and he was like, I can't remember. I'm trying to search what he said. Sorry. Um, Brian, Brian, there we go. So Brian said, um, I see souls of someone, but he did, he couldn't get the the last part. Whereas you put uh, you thought it said I believe uh, I believe it's saying I saw signs of someone dismissing you. Oh yeah, so someone, that's yeah, quite close to what both of you both of you said. So, but and just to confirm, you were on your own on this particular night, wasn't you, when you were doing the EVP recording? Yeah. Yeah, uh, so MSU, which is the mobile support unit, the young lad had been in, grabbed what he had to do and ran out, and Rob had already left at this point. So I was like, okay. Um, Lex said that he he said, um, are you seeing us? Come and see us. That's what he heard. For me too, because we're all, we're all hearing something different. We yeah. can definitely hear something. That's the thing about the EVP recording. And it's quite clear it's a full sentence being said. Yeah. Um, like I said, me and Brian are saying something on a similar basis, like, you know, sort of. But, you know, it'll be great to find out more. Have you done any research into this hotel? Was it a hotel? So, yeah. So basically, um, the Seaview Hotel, which it is now, was built in the 1850s or eight, at late 1800s. Um, it became a, it was a church and some townhouses next door to each other and then they knocked it all into one so the church on on the outside of the house um you can still see all the big crosses yeah. and it's got stained glass windows in some part of it um so you've got where where i was sitting is the like the hotel reception and downstairs was after the war they kept it as a hospital for a little while but they used to do lobotomies and that downstairs so in the basement which is actually the hotel's nightclub and bar area um is where people used to have lobotomies done uh, but obviously you can't go in there because it's like eight inches deep in water at the moment where it's that run down so because i'd love to get down there and see what i could get but it's just unsafe because things are falling down down there, so it's not worth the risk. Mm, wow. Um, and it'll be good to see, you know, a follow-up with doing more EVP, see if you catch anything else and yeah. what else you can uncover. But with, um, you know, again, we're looking at all locations now. Do you think spirits are grounded to certain places or do you think they have the abilities to move from one location to another? uh as in attachments 
not attachments. So I, I, you know, I can understand where you're going with this one. We will touch on that. But just in general, do you think um, spirits have the abilities to go wherever they want to? Yeah, do you definitely. Think dragon spirits are grounded to one particular place. No, I think they can they can go wherever the you know they're no longer in form like us, so they can they can float about wherever they want to go, can't they? You know, the world is their oyster, so to say. They can do what they want to do. Um, yeah, yeah, I think yeah, they're not they're not stuck in one place. That I know. For sure. The the reason you say that, and we'll touch on it, because you believe that something has come home with you and is sort of in your flat. Is that right to say? Yes, yes. Um, so we know we have a little boy here called Dom, um, and we brought him home from the Burlington Hotel in Eastbourne. Hmm. Um, but he's he's just a trickster. He moves things around. Uh, he'll knock on the door, but won't be. Not, obviously, no one's there, so. Um, and when he comes and sits on the bed, it becomes freezing cold. Um, he's fine, but I do believe that something else may also be here that's not as nice um, because we've had growls in the house um, and someone's commented on videos that they've uh, they've heard the same voice from the EVP on one of our friends' Uh, investigations that he's just posted um, yeah so that's the when we did the Merley house was it that yeah. we were because we were talking about this in in the back um we were having a conversation about the video where rob got scratched on the neck and it made me think when i was watching it um we did an investigation together didn't we at the Merley house in eastbourne um lovely house and um the house, if you haven't been, guys, so you've got the main reception area as you walk in, but then you've got the downstairs part where they have the kitchen. But round the corner, what I believe may have been where the servers may have stayed when it was an old um, manor house, shall we say? Yeah. And we, we were doing a seance down there, weren't we? It was me, you, Dan, Rob, Lex and Brian. Yeah. And we started off in one of the side rooms. But what's weird about this is loads of rooms, and then right at the end, it's got like a tunnel. Do you know what I mean? Like a weird tunnel. Anyway, so we went down there and we started doing these call outs. We were doing like the SB7. Yeah. And do you want to explain to them what happened to you um, when we were there? <laughs> well, what, when you and me were standing next to each other. And uh, yeah, um, I think Lex was doing the Estes method, wasn't he? And yeah. Brian was asking him the questions, and you and me were standing by the door. And I felt, yeah. I thought Nando had touched me, um, you know, with his it wasn't wife. It was one of these kind of events, people. I yeah, was being and, you know, with his wife being around, I didn't want to get involved <laughs> in any of that, you know. Um, and uh, I had been scratched on my back. Um, and yeah, and one of our followers to our channel commented on Lex's video because that came out this week hmm. and basically he said the the whisper that Lex picks up from when him and Brian are in the little side room sounds exactly the same as the whisper on the EVP that I captured in the hotel which is nearly a year later mm, yeah because we were so, talking about it and what was funny the scratches on your back when we looked at it and then when you look at the scratches on your neck they're identical scratches. I know they're in different places, but you know the way 
it's gone like with your neck has gone in a diagonal way with your back it was in a diagonal way as well and i said to rob do you think this could be someone that's with you not actually with the location that we were investigating that night yeah because it just happened out of nowhere that you got the scrap and you said a very similar thing that it felt like someone was burning your back yeah we were down in the in the basement of Marley house yeah and, and in the video which you had done prior to Marley house you felt like a burning sensation on your neck so do you think this is something that's coming with you on investigations quite possibly because we do get similar responses on sb7s and when i use the dowsing rods i always ask like is there anybody here now and they like they cross the rods for yes but then i also say have we met you before and i always get a yes so it's like they're either following me or they're attached um but i don't know i've i've had a guy that we we know that we don't discuss um said that he would help me find out if i've got an attachment because he can deal with things like that but yeah no definitely not and with with having an attachment you know i know that you're you got two separate spirits you believe that are with you you know yeah. dom not too fussed about he just seems to be a childlike spirit that likes to mess around with things but this other spirit um you know have you not thought about trying to get rid of him or her whatever it is and what kind of things is it doing in your home to let you know it's there um so most recently uh in the house we're having doors shaking so my room is at the end and rob's is in the middle and then mm. we've got another lodger at the at the back of the house but he's hardly ever here um and i'll be sitting here and i'll hear a knock on the door and i'll be like yeah come in and no one will come in so i go to the door then I just barge in Rob's bedroom and like, oi, what did you knock on the door and walk away for? He's like, I'm watching my telly. I'm like, okay. <laughs> um, so then we sit in my room and we do like a spirit box. And then we get stuff coming through and it'd be like, oh, okay, okay, someone's here with us. And then the temperature, it doesn't matter if we got a heater on or not, it suddenly drops and gets very cold in the house. So it doesn't bother it until something major happens we're okay you know I, i'm not worried about it they're they're here for a reason so hmm. and do you think you know who this spirit may be have you no idea you know, so it's still being very elusive about the information it's yeah. given you then yeah we all we get um if we do make contact is just random stuff that doesn't really make any sense so we're just like but we're asked it to set off the cat balls because I love these cat balls now. These cat balls are an amazing thing, you know, and we put the cat balls in the in the hallway and we'd be like, can you set it off? And they just all start flashing. And it's like, thank you very much. So we know there's something here. Um, but what we don't know, we're just until it does anything major, we're just happy that it's here. And when we make our back bedroom, when the lodger moves out into our museum, then you know from all our trinkets that we take from places we're uh we're hopefully he can stay in there or she can stay in there lock her away and do you think it's something that you may have opened up when you've done these call outs or do you think it's something that has come with you from a particular location this other spirit i think it could have come from when we first really started filming which was way back 
during the first lockdown, um, we went to a place called St Answell's Gardens, which there's a well in the middle of these gardens, and it's known to put you in like a trance state. Yeah. And there, there's been people that have, before they cemented the well up, there was people that used to look into the well and feel the urge to just topple over. Um, and one international student got rushed to hospital because she just started seeing things and became very psychotic. And so, and it's labeled as the devil's devil's portal. It's like, you know, you look down there, it's where, where Satan is. And it's like, and we went there, we'd done a, we'd done a night, a full night there where we'd done spirit box, dowsing rods, cat balls. Um, and in our, I think it was part two of that video, we, I start choking and spitting out water. And it was saying on the spirit box um, that I was drowning. Oh, wow. Like, okay, cool. That's, that's fun. But also when we went to Wales, we, um, we had a spirit in one of our videos at Skenrith Castle. We were doing the Estes method. I was in a little cubby hole and Rob was the other side of the, the castle and he's chatting into his camera um, and asking questions. And I've got the GoPro by me filming and you can watch the video my heart rate and my breathing just escalates and the spirit box is going chest pain heart hurt and three days later i got rushed to hospital with a suspected heart attack that was just before uh, we met with you wasn't it uh was before we had the big global ghost thing yeah 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 because we were we were chatting about it outside weren't we outside the manly house so i do we're... think someone's following me I think they like to make themselves known that they're here. Like earlier, when you thought I was talking and it wasn't, it's they like I, to I make. Heard, I got. About, I heard a voice. I heard, I thought I heard you were just about to say something, so that's why I sort of paused and said, "Well, go on, you say what you got to say." That's cool. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't you. Clearly, wasn't. You have to um, come for a sleepover. Yeah, you're all right. I'll see you. Very <laughs> <laughs> <Where is> safe. <laughs> um, you know, it's absolutely great, like, everything that you're doing. Um, with all the investigations that you've done, is there a particular location that is your favourite that you've enjoyed doing? Up to this point, um, I would say I've got... Take out the hotel, because that was work. It wasn't a proper investigation. It was just us doing whatever. Yeah. Um, I would say I've got my top three... Um, Racton Ruins, I really enjoyed going there. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's a nice place to investigate the woods, and I and I really enjoyed Merley House, um, and with you guys, that was really good fun. Such a massive place, and definitely want to go back there and uh, do something again. So, um, it's a cool place. I like yeah, um, you know, and. You know, going forward then, so I know the patrol have a few exciting things going on. Um, one of the things at the moment, which has been something that's been shared a lot on Facebook, is the Global Ghost Hunt. You guys are going to be the opening investigation to the Global Ghost Hunt this year. And yeah. the first one, which is amazing. Um, <laughs> which is horrific and scary. <laughs> it's it's going to be fun. Um, do you want to give everyone a bit of an insight where you're going to be investigating and what your plans are for this investigation for the Global Ghost Hunt that you're going to be doing? 
yeah, cool. So uh, Brian obviously um, asked us if we'd like to take part. Mm-hmm. Um, then we sat down and discussed with you, and you kindly found us a location that we never even thought of. So we're going to the Arundel Jailhouse. Um, it was built in uh, 1836, if I remember rightly. Um, and up above the jailhouse was the town hall where they used to do um, hold the court. And then people would be put downstairs and held in the jail cells to serve their, their time. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to be joined by yourself and Mr. Winter, aren't we, for the for the experience? So uh, it's going to be a first time for, for all of us, I think. So Yeah, we've not been there before. No. Um, so we're excited about working with you guys again because we got yeah. to... What kind of um, have you thought about methods, experiments, what you're going to try and do at the Arundel Jailhouse? There's one that I'm going to do um, that it's going to be the Estes method. It's going to be great. It's going to be great viewing to watch a grown man cry when he's sitting in a jail cell with the cell door locked. No, no one's behind you. I'm looking at you, Nando. You're fine. That's right. I can see you. I can see you intensely looking at me. That's why I'm starting like, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, me and little Rob have said um, that you would be you, you would be the one going under the Estes method uh, in one of the cells. Um, okay. Down that very dark corridor, all on your own, <laughs> without well, any of us there to hold your hands. I, you know that that'd be cool to see. You know, definitely. Be, doing that. Um, will you be good. using dowsing rods as well? For yeah, the- I'm def- definitely going to use the dowsing rods. Um, we've got um, the cat balls. Um, I think Dan's going to bring some bits as well. So it's going to be like, although it's the patrol's investigation, it I've advertised it that it's between both of us. Um, you know, your expertise. You've done it a lot longer than us. Um, you, you've helped us a great deal. So having you guys there is amazing because you'll be able to give us some insight into some other stuff as well. So, um, And as we go forward, we're hoping to get more equipment. Um, and then when we do the next big project in September, hopefully we're, we'll have an even better time. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll talk about that in a moment as well because that's something else that's quite exciting. Um, we've just got a question that's popped in. Um, is it Cut, maybe Aaron Cartwright or Cartwright Aaron? Uh, what do you guys think of the TV shows? Wow, that is a very. Um... Let me just read my... first, Rob? Yeah, Let me read the letter from my lawyer. Do not discuss Zap Baggins <laughs> anymore. Uh, so unfortunately, I'm, I'm unable to come. No, um, TV shows. I, we've got to be I, very careful here when we talk about this. So that it's yeah. like we've got to be on the fence. But yeah, you go first and then I might have a little say into it, see what you say first. I I I watched a lot before we went out and done some of our stuff. Um and two of the big ones that I watched, one of them turned out that they faked everything. Um and it was quite a like well okay if i can go to some woods and get scratched why are you faking cupboards slamming so i i think things like zb 
and his TV show. Uh, that way we can't get sued or anything like that. Um, I think it's all about budget. They they have millions of followers. They have millions of pounds to spend on doing these projects. So he's not going to go to a location and film for six hours like we would and get nothing and walk away. He's got to have something happen, um, whether that's him suddenly becoming possessed or or one of his crew getting thrown 20 feet in the air. Um, TV shows, I don't know. I don't know if I believe everything I see um, because we can't judge because we're not there at the time. But certainly some channels do fake a lot of their stuff. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you on that. Um, with with TV shows, YouTube channels, um, you got to be very careful. You know, I've gone into this. You know, I'll be honest. My wife was doing this a lot longer than I was, Sarah. Um, you've met her as well, haven't you, Rob? Yeah. And um, before I got involved, and I say this, I, I'm sure everyone's heard me say this a number of times. I used to say with her, I used to say to Sarah, "You're going to go and play Ghostbusters with your friends," and you know. And may, maybe it was not that I didn't believe in it because I've had personal experiences, you know, that I've witnessed myself. But when you see it on TV, you know, and we were discussing this quite funny. We were discussing this before the show. You know, what, what you find is the TV shows that something happens every single time. Yeah. And unless you're going to a location on a number of different occasions, you build up a portfolio of stuff like with anything you do you build up an evidence base of what's going on but there is times that we go to these locations i say this to a lot of um guests that join us on our investigations please don't come in thinking it's like the tv shows because there could be nights when we're investigating um and nothing simply happens you will end up just having a chat and then stuff will you know you'll get subtle stuff that happens but it just it, it depends on the night. You know, I don't think, you know, it is as shown on TV. And you've got to be careful. Certain people that you may watch are doing it for the viewings. You know, so these chairs being thrown around, you know, some of it can be real. But just be very cautious about what you're watching and don't believe in everything that you're seeing. That's what I would say. Yeah, you know, totally. I'm not, you know, because there is... There is some videos that you watch and you think, well, that's an amazing capture and you can't night. But then there's some things it just gives people the wrong overview of what the paranormal field is about, because it's not as easy and it's not as easy to get evidence as people show it sometimes. It, it makes it hard for us because those that actually really want to go out and don't have the big budgets behind them, um, you know, and we're trying to grow our Facebook channels or our YouTube channels, people are like, they don't watch it all the way through because they're like, well, it's boring, nothing's happening. Mm. Um, because they know they can turn on the travel channel and watch he who shan't be named and he get possessed or or whatever within a matter of the first five minutes of the show opening. And it's like, well, yeah, because it's for TV purposes, it's entertainment. He's doing, he's, it's not real life. Mm. You know, us being out there filming live on a location like at Merley House when you you were doing live up there. Um, that's nothing there stage. It's all live. You yeah. haven't got a big budget to suddenly say, right, let's tie some cat wire to this cupboard door and slam it shut in, in the next five minutes so our audience stays. We've been on investigations where we've had to go back another night or, or another two nights just to get 
some decent footage that we can make one video from. So, uh, it is it is true. We try and go live on every investigation so people can see what's going on. Yeah. Um, and we put a number of cameras around and we stream it live on Facebook. But, you, you know, like, for example, Merley House is a great place. You know, there's stuff definitely there. Um, and we had stuff going on upstairs um, on one particular night. And we went back. Nothing was happening at all. You know, mm. we, we've had nights where it's been unfortunate. We've had a good night because we've just had to make the most of it. But we've not captured some of the stuff that we usually do. And I'll be honest, with equipment, you know, I'm a big fan of the cat balls. Yeah. It's, it's a simple little thing. You press a button, you know, you just lay it down and then, you know, ask your questions. And that's my tool to go to. And I've been doing that more and more. We we did an investigation. I was telling you about it, Dartmoor, Nuns Cross. Yeah. And I was stood outside and I was asking some questions and just give a bit of an overview. There was a couple that bought the house called the Hoopers. And I've put it on my on our TikTok page. And all that I asked was, firstly, are the Hoopers here? And then the cat ball goes off and then it stops. And I'll say, can you tell me which one of you are here? Is it Mr. Hooper? Nothing. Is it Mrs. Hooper? And then the cat ball goes off. Yeah. And that's what I like because there was nothing there for me to. And you see, I'm stood away from the cat ball, so I can't actually touch it to let it go off. But then um, cat balls with the little buttons aren't sensitive either. You literally have to go and push it um, for it to do anything. So, which makes it more more um, realistic than the old cat balls, where a little bug could knock it and it would, or or you'd move oh, like a meter yeah. away and it would start flashing. It's like, oh, okay. And with that said, you know, someone's starting into the paranormal, you've done it yourself, you know, what advice would you give them to go into being an investigator? Um, go in with an open mind. Don't think that you're going to get something straight away. Don't spend hundreds of pounds on equipment that you watch these guys on these TV shows using. Um just buy your, your basic, like the dowsing rods, uh, as Nando says, the cat balls, and an SB7, uh, a K2 meter, and then start off like that. Um, we didn't even buy a camera until recently because we were using um, our phones and a GoPro. Um, now we spoke to Brian, we got an idea of a decent camera to buy, so we went out and purchased the camera, which we use that now. So, and we. Mm. You know, it's showing in our in our videos, we're getting better quality now, so it's quite good. Um, got another quick question um, from Aaron again. Uh, he's asked, "What is the worst equipment to use?" The worst. The worst. Equipment. In my opinion, I'll, I'll give my quick little. Just be careful what mobile apps you use. That's the only thing that I would say. Um, yeah. It's research. If you're going to use mobile apps or ICT apps, I think they're called, you know, just research them, see um, and find out as much as you can about them before. Because I know some of them can be used, but they pick up signals to create certain stuff. Yeah. You know, um, necrophonic, you know, I would say I'm on the fence about because you can actually switch off all signal and it still comes out because we've used it at Fort Whitley and you're under the tunnels and we've had some great responses. Um, but again, my advice would be is just research what you're using before actually yeah. using it. I, I think what you've touched on there is perfect because 
things like Necrophonic and Ghost Ghost Talker, you turn off, you turn it on to airplane mode. So it's not getting any signals from anything. It's literally what it is is what it is. Um, but I spoke to um, someone the other day that had filmed a video um, of a, a tree in an archway, but they were using uh, the Ghost Tube app and it um, showed a stick figure there. And I said, but that could actually, because the way it was, it looked like um, it was the tree, the branches of the tree going round the curve. That's how the the figure on the SLS was showing. So I was like, you know, think think about that. It's your surroundings, what your where you are. Like on the SLS uh, for Ghost Tube, you look at a chair; it will show a figure sitting there, but that's actually just the outline of the chair. Mm. So you have to be a little bit careful. And I know some people may watch this and think, oh, we love the the apps. And we're not saying that everything is is wrong. But yeah. things with um the ghost tube, the like the oh, I forgot what it's called now. The oh, what's the camera one that we were just talking the about? SLS one, yeah. The SLS camera. You gotta yeah. be so careful where you're pointing the camera, even with an actual SLS camera as well. Yeah. You gotta be so careful because it is designed to pick up anything to create a stick figure so if you shine it at the chair and it picks up the chair with the two front legs and the seat you know it'll create a figure out of that so you, again it's just being very vigilant and very aware of what's out there yeah and doing your research you know because yeah, that, that's that's what we do and even when you think you've captured something you know you just got to be very mindful about what you're putting out there you need to research even with our findings we also always we never assume it's definitely paranormal we always try like like rob he picked up a voice he asked people's opinions on it before he did anything with it um because we thought we picked up a great evp at Marley house didn't we do you remember up in the oh. attic oh, oh uh, we were having a party up there because we were we were adamant that we picked yeah. up was it a female a female voice or yeah and it was lex clearing his throat and it was yeah, and it's set. We were, Adam, and at the end of the evening, I because I think you guys were recording at the same time, wasn't you? Yeah, and we all stood there at the end of the evening and we all went. and I don't know, was it Little Rob that filmed Face and Lex that caught it at the right moment? Yeah, you know, so we, we laugh about because we were really excited about the capture, but then you know, it just shows you need to be very careful and need to do your, you know check in before you confirm anything you, know, you have to be prepared to debunk more things than what you actually capture mm. you know a lot of it in our line of field is debunking things um because every knock bang whatever you can say is is a ghost but if it's a windy day then it could be something banging because you've got a window open um you know like when we went to racton ruins on one of our videos, you could hear glass breaking. Now it, it's a ruins. There's nothing there, but it was because there were some idiots standing behind the the monument throwing glass bottles because they'd had a bad day at work, so they were throwing glass bottles while we were filming. It's like, you know, guys, we're trying to film here. Mm. Have a bit of respect, kind of yeah, like. Yeah. But again, it just shows that you just got to be careful. Whatever you pick up, you need to make sure it is what it is before saying it is something when it isn't. 
Um, we, we've done it before and we've had to really like think and even go back and recreate re re the moment. So like yeah. one of our guys, Sean, he took a picture um, in Fort Whitley and it looked like a little figure had peered over one of the tunnels, like the archway. Yeah. And, you know, and we, we went back a couple of weeks ago and he retook the pictures to see if we could recreate that, if that was something that was there. And there was nothing in the, the follow-up photos. You know, so that to me seems more real than just throwing it out there. But you've got to do your checks first and um, before. Um, but back to you guys and what you're doing. In September, you have another investigation coming up. We have a big one coming up. And th this one, we're, we're excited because we're going to be joining you again, aren't we? Yeah. So, But this one, we're all going to be going to East Drive. Yes, um, number 30 East Drive. And I think this is one of your bucket list ones, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's it's one of my bucket lists in, in the UK, yeah. It's one that I really wanted to go to. Rob's watched all the movies, watched everything. I'm going to go in there blind. I've seen a couple of um, YouTube videos on it, and I've read about it, but I'm just going to go in there um, with you guys. You, obviously, you've been there several times, but we're also taking uh, Lex Paranormal with us. Um, he's going to be coming. It's going to be his first time there. Um, he, I know he's looking forward to it and is excited. So, um, yeah, it's going to be great. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to working with you guys, of course, again, and see what we get. So, and see if the hype is is true. And what's your thoughts on it? The things that you have heard about East Drive. It's pretty you know, scary, but it's, it sounds very exciting as well. Yeah. So, the, the fact that when the lady sent me the disclaimer to sign where it says, like, you know, anything happens to you, it's not their fault and you can't sue them, kind of, like, makes you think, oh, dear, what are we going into? So it's like, it's, yeah, it's it's exciting. It's something that I want to do. Um, and I know, like, little Rob's well up for it. So um, we're going to plan the day, get it all sorted. You were saying about delivery drivers aren't allowed to, come in and deliver us yeah, pizza. It, we, you know they're, they're they're very cagey about coming you know ordering food there it wasn't <laughs> i don't i think but again i go back to you know a lot of things have been put on tv you know and remember when you're watching movies they've got to make it bigger to, yeah. to sell you know but um it's definitely a weird a weird house um and I'm looking forward to going back, especially where it's. I think it's only going to be five of us as well. Yeah, yeah, that would be, yeah. be quite cool to investigate that. And on your bucket list, if you can go anywhere in the world to investigate, is there a certain place that you would want to investigate? Uh, I'd like to go to America. Um, there's a few places that I've seen out there that I'd really like to go to, like uh, Trans Allegheny. That's that's definitely one place I'd love to go to. Um, but also watching like Brian's videos, I quite like to go to that tunnel that he goes to oh, where he gets some very good EVPs. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think that would be quite you know, I think it's about time. You know, we've invited him to our country, he needs to invite us out there now, and and we all go out there and do a, a global tour of Canada with Brian. That'd be cool. That, that would be cool. We'll stay at his condo. Yeah, absolutely. We'll, we'll go and stay at his condo. So, yeah. if you're watching, Brian, we're moving over to yours for a little bit. You're going to entertain <laughs> us. Um, but yeah, it would be great to 
I've always said it to go overseas and do investigation because they got some. I know, like the Americans always say to us, we've got great history, we've got great locations, but they got like the asylums, the yeah. old hospitals. You know, I would love to go to the Hinsdale House. You know, yeah. that's a great location as well. Um, you know, so I would love to investigate over there as well. I'd like to go to the Conjuring, the Conjuring House. See. Yeah, that, I've heard a lot of stories about the Conjuring House, and then when I know like the movies, and when you could look into it, that there's a lot of yeah, I don't know. People have difference of opinions about what's actually taking place in that play in that house, and yeah, it'll be good to see what it's like for ourselves. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, it's like everything, isn't it? Like you watch it on TV and you put it on your bucket list, and you're like, right, I, I'm going to save. That's where I'm going to go. It's like we've been looking at the Hellfire Club in Ireland yeah, um, as a place to go because that looks really exciting. But reading the reports online, certain times of the year, they advise you not to go because they hold rituals up there and, and it's still now to this day being used for satanic things. So it's like, oh, that's all right. I'd go up there and join in. I'd be like, right, let's go. Let's go summon something. Um <laughs> But yeah, so that uh, me and Rob were talking about that and saying about maybe we we all go out and do do that one at some point. So mm. take you guys along with us as well. Hey, you know we're we're game. If you're going to do it, invite us along. We're we're coming along and yeah, yeah, definitely it, um, for ourselves. Um, but yeah, just to finish off, then um, it's been great having you on, Rob. Um, no, thank you, mate. Thank you, little Rob. I'm still going to come for you. So if you're watching this on playback while you're at work. You ain't got away from me that easy. Um, but just to shout out, um, you know, guys, where can they find your stuff? Um, so we're on YouTube under the Patrol Paranormal. Um, we're also on uh, Facebook, um, which is, we've got a page and and a group because of the way Facebook do things. You, it's crazy. Um, and we're on Twitter. Um, yeah, uh, and we're just starting on TikTok. It's very difficult to get an audience on TikTok. It's knowing what hashtags to use, but we're getting well, there. I'll, I'll give you some examples because I've been doing the TikTok and what we're building is a slow burner, that one. You've got to yeah. keep going with it. Um, but yeah, guys, the links to the patrol are in the description. Head over to their page. They've got their past investigations on there. Um, they've also got clips of what they've got coming up as well. Um, so definitely give them a follow. Go to YouTube, subscribe to them. And you won't be disappointed with their videos. It's, you know, um, are you putting your bloopers up as well by any chance? We are going to start doing bloop because... Um, with the Bell, you know which one I'm thinking of, don't you? <laughs> are you thinking of Chanterbury Ring where Rob falls in the in the bushes? Um, because, <laughs> I didn't know that one. Oh, yes. Yeah, so, yeah, so Chanterbury Ring, um, I've actually modified the video because he literally, he wants to, uh, we find this old bar. And he wants to go in the barn. And I'm like, there's barbed wire there. I'm not going to climb over barbed wire and trespass. So he's like, oh, I will. So he's walked through the same path that I walked. And I don't know what he'd done, but he got to the barbed wire. He was like, yeah, no, it's rusty. He turns around, he slips, and he falls backwards into all these brambles. So I'm just there wetting myself because I've got it all on camera. Um, so when I edited the video, 
I put a gunshot sound in on it and then I put sirens and then I just put, yeah, she's been shot again, you know. <laughs> and, <it's, laughs> and then when we went to the hotel and, and he does the dramatic fall, I'm like, you're so clumsy. You're the only person that goes out on a paranormal investigation looking to get an Oscar. It's just... <laughs> It was just comical, and the shock in his face when he does the fall it is a, it's a good. I think we we've had some great bloopers as well, and I think that's just the funny side of it because yeah. we show what we catch capture, but we don't show what happens in between, like the funny moments. And I think no. we we started sharing ours out like funny things, um, but it's just great. So definitely head over to the patrol on YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, um, Facebook, and follow them. Um, not only for seeing their future investigations, but they got their big investigation on the 4th of May at yes. Arundel's House. That's for the Global Ghost Hunt. And just in case you don't know what the Global Ghost Hunt is, it's a globalised event that we're going to be streaming across the world, and it's going to bring teams from all over the world. So we've got Texas, we've got, um, you know, all parts of uh, America, Ireland, Canada. Um, Canada, and then we've got us in the UK. And it's going to be streaming over 14 days. So from the 4th of May to the 14th. And as we mentioned earlier on, the patrol are kicking off the first ever global ghost hunt. Yeah, so <laughs> so um, they will be kicking their um, live off at Arundel Jail House. You know, so um, check out their, um, their Facebook page because they've put their event on there. You can also go to Global Ghost Hunt on Facebook and you'll be able to see all the listings for all the investigations that are going to be taking place over the next 14 days. And then in between that and East Drive, do you have any planned investigations in between? Um, at the moment, we're looking at Nuns Cross. That's going to be a great place. Yeah. yeah. Just we made contact go. with them. Just go in the warmer part of the year, because I'll tell you what, Jesus, <laughs> it was cold there when we went. I don't know if Dan's still in the room. But oh my God, it was freezing. They have a little, a little fire, and I tell you what, we had it on, didn't feel anything. It yeah. was, you know, we we all changed, and I'll be honest, I had I had like joggers on and everything, and I laid there for about two seconds. I put all my clothes back on as well because I was that cold. And yeah, I think we're we're looking at July for that one, um, so that it's in between the the global ghost hunt then east drive and then the next big thing after that i'll be looking for a location for october for global ghost hunt part two so yeah well we can get our heads together and i'm sure we can find something yeah, um, yeah. but no it's you know exciting times coming up for the patrol uh definitely want you guys to go and give them a follow watch what they do watch their past investigations as well um and see how they do their investigations um, but for now, I just want to thank you, Rob, for joining us tonight and Absolutely. sharing your experiences, telling us what you've been up to. And definitely want to catch up with you in the future. Maybe do a catch up show after our investigation at Arendelle. You definitely. know, we could, do, we could do a little talk about what it was like and, you know, put some clips together for everyone. If they didn't see the live, yeah. you know, we can show them clips of the investigation once we've gone through all the footage. Um, maybe we could do a follow up show based on that with you and oh, Rob. Um, that would be cool. Um, but again, as I mentioned, go and give the patrol a follow. Uh, their details are in the description. Um, but we'll definitely be catching up with you, Fall from May, only a couple of weeks away now. Yeah, I know. It's coming around quick. It's going to be fun. And then, um, you know, we're definitely 
we'll, we, I think we'll be streaming that live as well on our page. And yeah. will it go live on your page as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, guys, there's going to be a number of platforms that you can watch the patrol do their stuff on the 4th of May. Um, but for now, I'll let you go, Rob. Thank you very much again for joining in. And I will catch up with you real soon. Um, so, yeah, so I'll put you in the back and I'm just going to finish off and then um, we'll have a quick chat. But for now, no guys, thanks, thank you, Rob, for joining. And Cheers, we'll catch guys. You soon. Great. Brilliant. Well, another great show, great guest. Um, thank you for everyone that tuned in to watch. Um, as always, we're Portal to the Paranormal. As you know, we've got a, a number of investigations that you guys can come and join us if you're in the UK. Um, we are returning back to Fort Whitley on, I believe, is the 27th of May. Uh, we go back to Fort Whitley, and I believe there are some spaces still available then. Um, something new that we are going to do. Um, if you have uh, children, you know, I would say 10 onwards that are interested in the paranormal and they want to take part, we are going to be doing our first ever junior paranormal investigation workshop. And the way this is going to work, slightly different to a normal investigation, we're actually going to do a workshop at the start of it where we're going to do a talk about different equipment, what they do and how we use it. Um, and... You know, after that, we will stop for a break, I believe, where they can have some goodies. And then we will take them around doing an investigation where they can actually use the equipment. Um, so if you have youngsters that would like to join in, um, head over to our um, portal to the paranormal.co.uk and you can um, get yourself put on the event. Uh, I believe it's £20 for one adult and one child. Um, and we will be doing that at the Merchantson Hall in Gosport, or Horndean, I believe it is, sorry. Um, so, yes, yeah, so definitely check out our events page, um, a number of investigations that we've got going on. With the um, junior one, that's Saturday the 19th of August. We will also be going to the Groundlands Theatre um, on Saturday the 8th of July as well. So if you want to join us, go on our website and purchase your tickets and we look forward to greeting you and um, but for now i just want to say thank you again for everyone that's watched and joined in and we will be back soon with another guest so for now i'm just going to say goodbye and enjoy the rest of your evening bye everyone <laughs>